This is a Sharp Old Hat podcast and my name is Chris. I'm probably repeating myself every week in that it was a lot of fun again producing this podcast and Talk to Breeder was no exception. We laughed a lot and her outgoing and positive nature made me want to learn a lot more about the Irish language. If her enthusiasm is anything to go by, we should all pick up and practice what I believe is called Kuple Fukle, or however that's pronounced. This is a conversation with Bria Joyce. What is your name? <laughs> what's my name? No, if I say I was in oh. an official capacity, like, what's your name? How would you call your name? Because you would have two names, wouldn't you? I Correct. You're spot on. In Connemara, most people would call me Breeds at home. Okay. Now, my family call me Breeda, yeah. but everyone... All my neighbors, but not all of my neighbors, some of my neighbors would call me Breeds because in school I was called Breeds. Yeah. You know, because. And is that your passport Irish name or? No, my pa- I've got Breed on my passport. I think okay. my official, my name on my birth certificate is Bridget. Yeah. But is it? Yeah, it is. It's British. Yeah. British, yeah. But my parents always called me Breeda and. Um, yeah, so I breed and breeds it depending on the on the context, yeah. you know. But your second name would be different as well on your passport and um, like when you use it on, I don't know, social media or when you're yeah. going... You mean my surname? Yeah. Or my surname? Well, yes, yeah, like in, in the Irish for Joyce is Shoiga. Yeah. So, yeah, some people would call me Breed Shoiga. If some people, you know, if you ask yeah. some people at home, Breed Shoiga is my name, but yeah. everywhere else it's Breed Joyce. So, yeah. so I'm in the, I'm, let's just say I'm a, I don't know, policeman, what's your name? You would say Breed Joyce? I would say Breed Joyce. I oh, would. okay. Unless I was, it was a policeman in Connemara. <laughs> An Irish speaking policeman in Connemara. Yeah, yeah. There would be that many, though. Uh, in Connemara, oh, no, there would the be. Poli- yeah. There's a background. The, in Rasmuk where I'm from and she's from Cairo so okay, yeah, she's yeah. Irish speaking yeah, yeah yeah but like did you grow up like um, at home Irish was your first language or was it a mix well it was a mix I'll tell you now I was thinking about this myself actually um, before before this conversation uh, you know, it all went back to both my parents lived in the UK uh, in the 50s and they came home, it sort of was mid 60s, I'd say. And at the time, obviously in Ireland, there was no employment. Yeah. And my father came from a family of 14 children. Yeah. And so he had seven brothers and, am I right? Seven and six sisters, yeah. And most of them were in the UK, were in England, and some of them were in America. And he had lived in, in England for 14 years. And he, like, he, he passed away two, two years ago. And he to always said to us that he wanted to come home because he didn't want his children to be English. Yeah. Now, you call that racist if you like, but he wanted his children to be Irish, yeah. okay? And he was from Recess, North Connemara, so he was raised with Irish. But mm. when he was in England, like he, he was a typical Irish navvy, yeah. but he said you would go into a cafe and all, he was, I suppose, 
you know, he was probably good at school, so he learned English in school. Mm-hmm. But a lot of kids, maybe who weren't so good at school, or a lot of young men who weren't so good in school, they went to England and they had one language, they had Irish, and they could not communicate. So he was often, he would often be in cafes, he said, where guys would come up to him and say, can you ask her for a cup of tea or, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, uh, meats, buds and veg, or whatever it is they were having. Because if you haven't learned it, it is a foreign language and you're in a foreign, lang- uh, foreign land, but they speak that language. Exactly, yeah. and it's hard for people to imagine you know, nowadays, I suppose nowadays in Ireland yeah, that there yeah. were people, and like, I mean, there still are a small number of yeah. people in Connemara who would not be fluent in English. Yeah, you but know, that would be a very small number. A very, very, very yeah. small number, and they'd be older people, yeah. obviously. But so he didn't want. He wasn't aware, you know, in those times, in the early sixties, that the time would come when there would be television through English, yeah. internet through English, newspapers, yeah. you know, all the media through English. But he was adamant that he he wanted his children to be able to to be fluent in English so that they could succeed in in life and so he but he wanted them to be to be Irish but English speaking so that's why he moved home to Connemara and he absolutely loved Connemara like absolutely loved it and he definitely you know passed that on to us um, so, you know, obviously part of that is, the, the you know, Connemara uh, being Irish-speaking, part of that, you know, he would have passed on the love of the Irish language then as well, even though he wanted us to be English-speaking. So, um, yeah, um, so we, it was a bilingual household as a result. And it's funny, my, my, my parents, uh, my mother was from Rusmuk, um, and she was... You know, she wanted us to speak Irish, yeah. only Irish. She didn't and she would be a native speaker. So. Oh, yes, yes, of course, yeah. So she, sometimes there would be friction in the house yeah. because if we were speaking English, she would say, what are you, why are you speaking English? Rusmuk people speaking English. What the hell is going on here? You know, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so they would like, oh, Jesus, we're going to speak Irish. And then my dad would be speaking English. And it's like, oh, God, you know. But uh, so, and the other thing I suppose that we were influenced by was the fact that we had this little chalet. My parents had a little chalet beside the house, and it used to be rented out to English people. Uh, and so they'd come on their holidays, and we would basically we used to think, well, they were here for our entertainment. So <laughs> we found they were very unusual. You know, you'd never see. They had different clothes, uh, oh, yeah. different everything, and we were just fascinated by them. So we would yeah. spend time in in the house with them, whether they liked it or not. Um, and uh, so we we you know I suppose in a way that meant, that probably affected our accent when we spoke English. Whereas a lot of Connemara people, as you know, having lived in, in, in Connemara yourself, yeah. you But know, I haven't lived there. I, I played football there. Oh, I see. I drank there, but, but often enough so that was ah, right. okay. I living there. But you'll, you'll, you'll be aware then of the, the accent, yeah. you know, the, when Connemara people speak English, yeah. there's an accent. It's, it's funny, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's natural. If, if, Obviously, any, anyone who speaks a language, you know, if their first language is yeah. not English, they're going to speak English with, with an accent. Yeah, it's, you know? I mean, it's odd. Like, see, we're doing this with our kids as well. Like, yeah. German would be their first language because mm. I was the principal carer when they were born. Oh, like, really? And then okay. they went to yeah. um, to primary school in Berlin for the first four years ah, of, okay. of um, the primary school career. So... Um, German wouldn't have, would have been their first language, yeah. but we are now back in Ireland for, they were both born in Ireland, but yeah. uh, we're back now for four years, okay. and even between the, each 
other like between themselves like they speak yeah. English now it's yeah, very funny I know but I noticed that um, they have neither language down to 100% they speak English very well Irish English with um, just slightest hint of a German accent. Oh, really? And when they're speaking German to me now, and I always make a point, I never speak English with them. Like, oh, even in front of their kids, yeah. like, you know, because yeah. it's our natural modus okay. operandi, like, okay. um, I see them fishing for words or particular phrases. In German? Or in, in German. Oh, okay. It's really okay. funny. Let's so do they respond to you then in German? Absolutely. Still? Yeah. Really? I do not. When Whenever they try to, just out of habit, they might say something to me in English, like, you know, yeah. I just wouldn't respond. Okay. So they kind of oh, know, really? oh, no, with him it has oh, to be German. Like, wow, okay. Yeah. And, and that way we kind of keep it alive, like, yeah. whereas, like, Annette, um, like, she did a German class, or a number of German classes when mm. we lived there for mm-hmm. seven years, and her German's actually quite good, but we yeah. never spoke German because okay. it wasn't our modus operandi. Yeah, absolutely, and I, I'm, I'm aware of that as well, you know, even... You know, even in Connemara, if there's, you know, I remember when I was younger, there are certain people, maybe maybe they were blow-ins to Connemara, um, and, you know, people I went to school with, and you, you would have spoken English to them. And, and then there'd be other people you'd speak Irish to, and it would just feel really, really weird to speak yeah. Irish to the people you always spoke English yeah. to. It just would feel <laughs> very strange. So you simply don't do it. So you just don't do it, yeah. exactly. Um, but that's interesting, yeah, your approach to the with the kids, because, you know, I spoke all Irish to the boys and I I mostly still do but I find now that they're getting into the teen well Michal getting into the teenage years and if they're kind of if there's stuff that's a bit more sensitive or delicate I, I, I kind of feel you know that I'm kind of going more going into his world if yeah. I speak English to him. Yeah. So I do it occasionally. I don't like doing it. Yeah. But recently he said to me that sometimes now he's noticed in in school that he struggles for for words mm-hmm. for his, his his Irish vocabulary. He there's be words he'd be struggling. And that's that's it's practice. It's gonna happen it's about practice, exactly. So I'm I've kind of made a mental note of that and even already I've started trying to speak only Irish to him and and Thomas as well. And all and I've said to him actually, even just actually just today, I said to him, I used some word, I can't remember what it was now, but I said to him, you know, when I use a word that maybe you haven't or weren't familiar with, you should make a little mental note of it so you remember it if you come across it, you know, um, because he's not practicing it. Like the first three years of Michal's life, it, it, he was he was all all Irish. It's all I spoke to him, and that's all he spoke back to me. So Irish was his first language. Mm. Um, but then, with other influences, TV, going to school, yeah. speaking to friends, you know, so it's gone. But it's interesting as well, like, you know, I was listening to Thomas today, my, my second lad, he is very comical, he's very funny. And, you know, when Michal speaks Irish, like, he's got amazing Irish, like, you know, by comparison to Aussie kids who yeah. haven't gone to the girls' school or whatever. But then Thomas, um, 
he 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 also has good Irish, but he f- refuses to speak it. Like he won't speak it, no, which is no, no, okay, no. it's fine. Because I don't want to be a fascist about it either. Yeah, you know, because sure. otherwise it'll become something that they hate and so, yeah. you know a source of you it's know been forced upon. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to do that. And I know that can happen. I know yeah. families that that's happened in. Yeah. But he, Thomas has amazing bluffs. Like he'll say something we were talking about today and. Uh, Oh yeah, the word schnachta, like What's that? that's the word for snow. Ah, okay. You know, so if somebody well, there's actually an Irish word for snow. Of course. Seeing that there's never any snow in this country. Yes, there is occasionally. <laughs> we had time once every two years. So, you know, we need a word. But um, so you know, if if somebody who wasn't you know native Irish speaker said schnachta, they'd say. Oh, they, what were they say? Snakta, 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 something like that. Snakta. So the ch, you know, like is, you know, like the those ch, dh, bh, those kinds of those sounds are very guttural. So it's like ch and r. But it's easy. It sounds you like know. German. Yeah, yeah exactly. It do, I learned German for. I did German for my leaving cert. I loved it. Yeah. Um, but. So, you know, but Thomas was saying something today and he said, he he does this thing where he pretends to be like the real, you know, Connemara Irish person, like an old (laughs) Connemara person. And he said, oh, snyachta, you know. (laughs) And I said, if you actually just use that when you speak Irish, you know, you'd, I said to him, like, if you did that in the oral Irish exam for the Leaving Cert, you would frighten the life out of your, of the person you know who's examining out of the examiner and they'd give you an easy ride and you know you should definitely they'd think you're from Connemara and they'll they'll be so intimidated unless they're they're from Connemara themselves you know but is there um, what you said earlier like when you when you're talking to me all um, more in English now um, just just because he's a teenager and that's and they seem to have their own language now anyway whatever it is they're saying I hate all that nonsense Is, is there well I mean Look, at we probably were we're both the same age, like even though we look twenty years younger. But <laughs> I do not. it's it's um, like we had probably our own language as well as yeah, so probably there. yeah, of course but we had our own. Is there such terms. a thing because Irish is not so wi- mm. widely spoken anymore? Is there such a thing as a youth language in Irish? Well, you know, Teach Carr. Yeah. If you watch, there are certain programs in Teach Carr. <laughs> And they really, oh God, I can't listen to them. You get these, they're also, you know, young people and fair play to them. They love the Irish and they're involved in, you know, yeah, whatever, music or, I don't know, quiz shows, all kinds of different shows. You've got these young people who are not native Irish speakers. And yes, they're, they're, I can't even, I can't even, I wouldn't even try to imitate them actually. But, but it doesn't it's sound like, right to you. It's like, I was like, oh, stop it, please stop torturing my language, you know? What is it like that they really speak but, like foreigners? Like, Exactly. Oh, yeah. It's like they're turning it into a language, a different language. Uh, and I just, yeah, I, 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 it's just something I find very hard to listen to. But at the same time, they're trying to make it yeah. cool, and you know, so they're trying Could to make it positive. relatable yeah. for teenagers. Yeah. I mean, the fact is that T.G. Carr has 
done more for the Irish language than, you know, a hundred years of, of, of government policy yeah. on trying to, well, you know, educate people in schools. You know, they, they've done so, and they have made it cool, you know. Well, absolutely. You show sports, for example. Exactly. Uh, the commentary in Irish, and that makes it in, instantly attractive yeah. to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that way they kind of slide into the language as well. Like, exactly. And also, they, you know, there are young, attractive people yeah. using it. Yeah. And so, you know, other young people are going, oh, so it's not just these people in yeah. their 70s yeah. trying to keep this dead language yeah. alive, you yeah. know. So fair play to them, you know. Is that actually true? I think I, I read somewhere, that's a good few years ago when Teach Carter had um, the Wimbledon tennis tournament on, that someone, um, some native Irish speaker, had to make up all the words for, like, volley stop and oh. <laughs> overhead smash and all this, no, those tennis terms. Oh, God, I didn't hear that, actually. Well, I, I, I didn't. It was hilarious because when you think about it, like, we learn all those new words all the time. Like, you of know, course. it was kilobytes and then it was megabytes yes. and then it was gigabytes. Yes, yes. And, you yes. know, yes. so as, as but, it evolves, But exactly like, the same thing has happened in the Irish yeah. language. I mean... But to make them sound Irish, it wasn't like that they used just the term, let's just say, I internet. Okay. Um, they had to have some for uh, volley stop. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, there are loads and loads, and like a lot of those terms, I wouldn't even know them. Yeah. I'd have to look them up in a dictionary. And very specific, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and so many of those terms as well. You know, they're they're modern terms, just like in the English language, and megabytes and kilobytes exactly. weren't yeah. a thing, yeah. and now they are a thing. So we need a word. You know. Exactly. What's a scanner? You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So it's exactly the same in the Irish language, yeah. you know. But I think there, there, there's some. Usually, there is an attempt, you know. Obviously, some somebody somewhere uh, who, in, what is first the Gaelgar, one of these yeah. place organizations, who have to sit down and figure out what's the best word. And yeah. sometimes they do a really, really good job of it. And other, oh, there's a really good one, um, a really good one. The word for Facebook, it's Strishvilog. And strish is really, it's, it's, it's a very old-fashioned word. You don't really hear it very much anymore, but it means a grimace, actually. Okay. Uh, so it's the, it literally, strish filog would mean, um, uh, it's, it would mean grimace page. <laughs> That's what it is, Grimace Page. Which is probably much more befitting to the actual. But actually, it's, it's quite good. Yeah. It's good. You know, if they want, if they, if, if, because the literal translation, like face is Aiden mm -hmm. and then book is Lauer. So Aiden Lauer. Just didn't sound. It's right. just, ugh, it's yeah. just, ugh. Do you know, it's, <laughs> it doesn't sound right at I all. I think in France, actually, they do that because they want to somehow protect the French yeah, language. Like, yeah, and they yeah. try to get all the anglicism out. Yeah, yeah. But that's what Out they are trying dictionary. to do in Irish as yeah. well. Yeah, because when it's directly translated, yeah. it's, it is just then, yeah. you know, an anglicized version yeah. of it. And it's horrible. It's like the Irish, like some of the Irish place names, you know, um, it, it, you know, there's a friend of, of, of my husband's, Connor, who, who's, this is a kind of a bugbear. He, he drives all over the country in his, in, in his job and uh, he, he comes out with these, some of these places like um, Skahana Rinky or all these, you know, places you've never even heard about. He's like, you'll never guess what they're calling it now. It's just terrible. <laughs> and, you know, um, but it's but it's true. Like,
like all these place names in Irish are are so beautiful like a, a positive example of that is Ballanderine you know and yeah. if you've seen the sign outside uh, if you're coming through if you're coming from Kilcalgan on the left hand side there's a, well there was a sign I don't know if it's, I think it is still there I think it's still they, there they yeah, I'm just sign. trying to picture and it and underneath yeah. it, where it says Ballanderine underneath it they say the town of the little oak wood that's right yeah, Isn't that yeah. just lovely? Well, it, it actually sounds very nice if it means yeah. that. Does it mean that? Yes. Yes, okay. that's exactly what it means. Bala is town. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, Derin yeah. is an oak wood. Yeah. You know, it's a little oak wood because it's got... I have the e you know, thingy Exactly, like, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and... That, and like yeah. so, I mean, nearly all of yeah. the Irish place names—they're all very, you know, descriptive yeah. of yeah. the features, yeah. you know, the landscape. Or I actually heard a good one. This is this is years and years ago, but it made sense to me. Uh, it was from a civil engineer. Um, he told me you actually, you know, when they built all those new estates in in Ireland all over the oh, place. Oh yeah, like, the know, big housing estates. Fifteen yeah. or twenty yeah, years yeah. ago, like yeah. And they gave it all those kind of old Irish names. Oh yes. But some of them actually were just taken from the map, whatever the oh, place. Yeah. Was called before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's the housing estate. And he said, you really want to watch out for anything that's connected to a moor or to a swampy area or oh, something like, you know. Yeah. You want to be careful with that. And yeah. um, it was actually true that some of those names were just taken from the map, but oh. they were not really suited for, you know, those the actual area. And you yeah, knew yeah, that there yeah. were problems with the, with the okay. estate and with your house, which you're potentially buying. Like, oh. So never buy anything with the name, whatever the Irish name yeah, was. Yeah, 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 which would be a bog or something like that. Really yeah, clever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. yeah, yeah. So yeah, you need to brush up on your Irish if yeah, you're going yeah. to buy a house, you know. But um, yeah, you have so seeing that you grew up bilingual, you have um, actually destroyed now the romanticism I had um, <laughs> before you came. Like you know, there's so, nothing romantic about the Irish. Well, there. No, yeah. but you came. You, you, in my head, it was like you grew up in Rossmore. Oh, right. Really, all yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. With the sheep, the, and the heart, lovely, the, the heart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All this. Talked, yeah, I didn't yeah, have a yeah. word of English until you came to go when we went to college. <laughs> <laughs> was it in my head? No, sorry. <laughs> oh no, I've, I've, um, I suppose you know, um, my father. As I said, it all goes yeah. back to my father and the fact that he did not. He, like, see, the problem is that the Irish language, for years and years and years, was associated with poverty. Yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, so you know, when my parents would have left Connemara, they left because they couldn't. They, were no jobs. they couldn't live there. there. There's yeah. no way of living there. Yeah. And even when my father moved home in the '60s, his brothers said to him that he was completely crazy. Yeah, what yeah. was he doing yeah, yeah. moving to an area of high unemployment, yeah. in no no yeah. employment, yeah. really? Um, I mean, he made it work very well. He was, you know, very, very successful. But uh, there was always a very negative, yeah. you know, negative connotations about the Irish language. It, it was associated with poverty and uh, so I can totally understand where he was coming from, you know, um, and and even as kids, my father would have said to us, just because you're from Connemara, yeah. don't let anybody, t you know, talk to you like you're ignorant. Yeah. Yeah. There even being from Connemara, even if you were from North Connemara and you didn't yeah. speak Irish, you know, it was even being from that part of the world, there was huge negativity, you know? But I suppose so, it's, it's just as well that people didn't really travel.
travel. I mean, when you went to England for work, you mm. went to England and you went, went. Like, you That's know, right. I had this actually talked to a couple of people about this on the podcast as oh, well. Yeah. How their parents emigrated or they yeah. had to emigrate themselves, like, yeah. you know, yeah. for work. And, um, like, because we weren't as mobile a society, like, of um, course. Yeah. you know, Gort would have been a, a day trip, trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> from, from Kindar. Yeah. So that in itself, like, obviously has yeah. a lot to do with it and with the perception and the perception you grew up with of yourself. That's like, right. You know, oh, totally. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like in, in school, in national school, you would have been taught in Irish and English. Oh, yeah. English and secondary school as well. Time. No English. No, no, no. Uh, no English, no English in school. No. no, no. Well, apart from when you were doing English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but every so other math, subject. Geography, everything all that. in Irish. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And same in secondary school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, some of our teachers in secondary school were not from Connemara, mm-hmm. and so they didn't have great Irish. Okay. Um, so they would have taught yeah. through both languages, but I would have done all my leaving cert subjects in Irish, like physics, um, yeah. biology, maths, yeah. everything I, I would have done through. Cause, because at the time, I don't know if it's still the case, but you got an extra 5% or something know, by yeah. doing your uh, leaving cert subjects <laughs> through Irish. It's like, oh yeah, why not? So like, it's sweet. Free 5%, <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course I got to do it through Irish. You know? But like, um, like that must have been a big transition when you, you went to college and you did engineering or something. Mm, that yeah, that's right, civil engineering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terminology yeah. must have been kind of a bit of an obstacle. A little bit, a little bit. It's funny though. <laughs> Even, again, going back to my case, I shouldn't be talking about them all the time, but Thomas, the other day, we were talking about shapes or something, and I said something about a rectangle, and he was like... "Uh, what is that now again? Is it yeah. is that it is that it's is that a trinthon? You know, a trinthon which is a triangle. Well, and, like, and so he only <laughs> knew. He said, "I don't really know the shapes in English." You yeah. know, so because yeah. he goes to the girls' school and more. Yeah. more. Yeah. Now the thing is, like he he will adjust, obviously. Do you, you know what I mean? That's not a big that. deal. As much and, as we learn the gigabytes. Do you know the way exactly? And you know, um, as kids, yeah, of course, there's a little bit of a transition. Yeah. What the hell is that about? You know. Um, one thing I do feel though and, and I still feel this about being reared even bilingually and but pre- I suppose it, it would have been we were reared bilingually but there was so much Irish around like if you went to the shop yeah. they spoke everyone spoke Irish you went to the pub everyone spoke Irish yeah, you know yeah. so it was an Irish community so an Irish speaking community but um, one thing I do kind of feel is that I, I've never I think my my command of the English language actually is not as good as it should be. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's interesting. I This is something that only dawned on me a while ago when I was having a conversation with a friend of ours who was reared in Dublin 100% through Irish. And he said that he felt that his command of the English language is not as good as it should be because... Because, I suppose because, you know, actually what he said specifically was he spoke, he, he, he spoke English, all Irish at home, but as a res- because he didn't then go on to speak Irish as an adult, okay. that his command of Irish and English are, have, have suffered, he felt. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. You know, and I, yeah, I would definitely feel that my command of English should be better. I hear, sometimes I hear speak, people speaking English, maybe, you know, public, people speaking publicly, and I feel, I couldn't do that now. I, I wouldn't... 
I wouldn't be as articulate as I'd like to be in English even you know well I don't know obviously that has something to do as well with with what you do um, with well, your time if possibly, you read an awful yeah, lot or yeah. if you are speaking mm-hmm. an awful lot like you know that's just mm-hmm. then practice again mm-hmm. but um, what I find strange see Annette um, she works in, in marketing and management mm-hmm. so she has to talk and write yeah. an awful lot okay, and she's okay. doing this for like over 30 years yeah. and her English is very good but when she came over to Berlin and lear- mm. started learning German it was yeah. all done through the grammar and she mm. discovered uh, things about the English language she simply didn't know as okay. you guys weren't taught English uh, through the grammar yes. like that there are four cases for example in I the know. English language I know. she I heard know. that the first time um, in yes. her 40s yes. she did the German class actually yeah I did a class in Spanish a good few yeah. years ago and I was kind of going oh this is really interesting interesting stuff. Yeah. No, I mean, I probably did do it in secondary school. I'm sure we did it, you know. Well, it's all fine. None of the kids have done it. And they never did it in school. Grammar, really? to, to the extent, Maybe, like, yeah. they would have done, done it in Germany in national because school. interestingly, they, you'll do it when you're learning Irish. Yeah. You do it when you learn Irish. Now, maybe we weren't taught it too much in Connemara. I don't, I can't even remember. But we probably were. We probably were. But, you know, people will say, like, you know, everyone who goes to school, secondary school and, and primary school, in Ireland, their biggest nightmare about the Irish language is like untishel ginnidach, untishel, that's the tense, you know? So uh, people have nightmares yeah. about yeah. the tenses in Irish. Oh God, is that, you know, untishel ginnidach, or I can't even remember all these tishels. But, um, you know, and people will say to me, oh, you know, occasionally people will say, oh, is that the tishel ginnidach or is that the tishel? And I kind of go, I I know how to say it, but don't ask me the grammar, you know. Well, of course, I mean, you you know, you go on and learn other things in life and eventually that kind of school knowledge, you know. It goes, goes, but particularly with a language, you you practice it. But people think because you're fluent in a language, you know all, you know all the grammar, you know, but um, not necessarily. But but then, so there was no big transition other than learning a couple of terms. Yeah, um, it was never, not a big, I don't remember any major challenges, I don't. I don't that know. was what I had in my head, like, you know, and you arrive in Galway there um, <laughs> in the late 90s. Yeah, fresh. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. when I was 17, yeah. I think it was the year before my leaving search, I went to America for a summer yeah. with my sister. So, uh, and then I went to America, the my leaving search yeah. summer as well. So, you know, and as I said, <laughs> you know, we, we always had English people staying in our chalet in the summer. So, so we, we were used to speaking. Speaking English, it was, it was never a big deal. And but as I said, you know, when I was in school, there were people in my class in school who struggled with English. Yeah. You know, they sure, wouldn't be comfortable speak having a conversation through English. You know, and even still, there would there I would know people my age who, yeah, they can speak English, but they wouldn't be. You know, they wouldn't be one hundred percent comfortable. It's personal inclination, you know. Some yeah. people when they learn a foreign language, they just take to it and yeah. simply don't yet they yeah. can communicate, yeah. but it's yeah. not as yeah. fluent as, yeah. as it yeah. Yeah. might exactly. be like. Yeah. Mm. But um, just on a different note, like how often would you other than speaking to your friends and family, mm. like how often would you actually use the Irish language in everyday life? Well, I mean I, I as I said I speak it to the boys like yeah. every day. Well, that's friends and family, but Oh yeah. Other than is that there any yeah, use for you it? know they're unfortunately um, because of where I live, yeah. no. I mean, if I was living in Connemara, of course, you know, my yeah, sister yeah. lives and works in Connemara, and uh, 
so she's using it yeah. out and about, yeah. you know, in the shops, at the school pickup, yeah. you know, at work, yeah. you know. Um, so I do envy her that definitely. I do, and I, I do. But yeah, I do sort of feel. I've, you know, kind of lost something in a way, even though I'm trying to keep it alive by using it. And in Canvara, there is the odd person, you know, there are people. And when I meet someone, you know, who speaks it, I kind of, you know, I always kind of say, oh, I always kind of make sure they know I speak it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. then that becomes, even yeah. just very recently, there's um, Mary Staunton there who speaks, who plays the, um, the box mm. in Sexton's. Uh, I found out quite recently that she speaks Irish. So I said to her, we had been speaking English. And then, you know, she started throwing in a few Irish words and saying Slán and Gorahagat and whatever, you know. And I said to her, oh, are you going there? And she said, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and so I was like, oh, what you I didn't know. So uh, I said to her, okay, from now on, we're going to speak. And and I met her then in the pub. I said, okay, come to We're chatting away in Irish. So this is brilliant. So another person I can speak Irish yeah. to. So um, in the pharmacy, I don't know if you remember Shane the Tobin. No, I don't. Oh well, he's he was great. Um, Gorl, you know, loves the Irish language. Yeah. He's, you know, he's moved away now, but he was a great person for you'd go in and he'd say oh I have a great word for you I have a great you know he loves he loved words yeah, yeah, yeah. And just and he'd yeah. find a word just the sounds of yeah. words I just remember one word he came up with one he says plubbernacht it's oh it's, a, it's just a fab and that's the thing about the Irish language it's very um how to describe it uh, there's a word for it in English uh, not just descriptive um Oh, can't think of the word. But anyway, it's like plubber. It's like the word sounds like what it's trying to describe. Ah, okay. There's a word for that in English. Uh, well, descriptive is kind of the word for it. No, there's another word. Just, there is some word. But anyway, yeah. so it, this plubbernacht is basically, you know, if you're boiling porridge uh, or, or something kind of thick, a soup, it a very thick like. soup, it kind of bubbles. Yeah. So plub, that's what it is, plubbernacht. Oh, right, yeah. Isn't yeah. that just great? And uh, you can just <laughs> kind of visualize it. But Irish is very much like that. It is, yeah, it's just it's really really descriptive it's so rich um, well, the village of the little oak exactly exactly yeah. yeah but also you know yeah it's 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 a much 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 richer language than english you know right. and english is very um kind of clinical mm -hmm. by comparison to irish mm -hmm. um like it's the Germanic language. Yes, after all. of course. That <laughs> must be it. <laughs> I didn't yeah. invent German either. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just there's just fabulous words like that that are just you know the just the sound yeah. of them yeah. you know um, and then the. the just the, the, the sounds themselves, like those and yeah. I love all those sounds. And and then also, it's a very kind of a passionate language, you know. Um, there, there are brilliant curses in Irish. And there are so many ways of insulting people in Irish. It's, it's and, and a lot of those old curses... Uh, they're gone, you know. They're they're not in the language anymore. And they were they were there when I was a child. Like people would say things. There's one I was thinking about. Um, 
if you were talking to somebody and they were eating yeah. and they said they said something to annoy you mm. while they were eating you would say to them the which means i hope it <laughs> i hope i hope it turns into little stones in your belly <laughs> like a song like you know yeah. and I wish this on you and that on you yeah, and, yeah. Like, food and the rest of it and for your family the same thing like I'll tell you a funny story one time we were out in the Iron Islands and uh, we were we were um, we were out on, on, on our boat we had sailed over from Kilmarin we had the yeah. boat pulled up by the side of the wall and in the Iron Islands like Peter and Vera will tell you like mm-hmm. They're very, the, the, the fishermen there with their trawlers are very territorial and understandably I'm told my attitude is this is your territory, this is your living, I'm just here you know uh, cruising and having a nice time and on my holidays and you know this is your space and sure. if you want your space take your space and it's no problem but anyway we were there now when, when I get there uh, you know whenever I'm, I'm there and one of these guys comes in I just speak Irish yeah. and they're like oh you're from you know, fantastic, great, stay as long as you want, no problem at all, it's brilliant, yeah. So there were there was this boat, a, um, a yacht, right in front of us, up against the wall. And when the fishermen come in, obviously, they sometimes they come in really, really early in the morning, having been, been out fishing all night, or maybe for three or four nights. Yeah. So they're exhausted and they just want to get in. Um, so these guys come in, actually, it was I think it was evening time, it was around 8 o'clock in the evening. And they were actually really, really nice. You know, sometimes they can be a bit not so nice if they want you to move. But yeah. but but uh, they were being really nice. And they were they the, the guys in the boat in front of us. They were I think they were Dutch people. And they said to them, um, "Sorry now, but we need to get in there now to unload the boat. Would you mind moving out?" And uh, the guys, the, the, the Dutch people, were perfectly nice as well. And uh, so it was all a very polite conversation. But I was thinking, I know they're, what they're thinking. They're not too pleased at all. But they're just trying to be nice here. Fair play to them. So, um, so the, the, the woman on the boat, she said something like, uh, could you give us a little bit of time? We're just finishing. We're just tidying up after our dinner. And we, you know, we'll, we'll pull out after a while. And your man says, uh, he says, well, malacht chromalacht. She says, oh, excuse me. And he said, oh, that's no problem at all. That's fine. That's grand. <laughs> and he went back on the trawler and he waited a while and eventually pulled in. So I went down and I was telling me, I was telling Michal and Thomas, you know, what malacht chromal, it basically means, 
Cromwell's curse on you, you know. <laughs> so it wasn't too bad. You know, could have been. Well, it's still like, you know. But yeah, he's pissed off and that that's fine to articulate that in foreign language. Oh, well, a language that person cannot understand, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And still he's just venting. Polite you know, he's just yeah, getting out his frustration. We do that, like, you know, yeah, in our yeah, own ways. Like, even yeah. if it's the same language, like, you know, we just say it under our breath or whatever. But <laughs> would you not, um, like, I would be that asshole that would do it, like, if I had, if Irish was my first language and mm. I am in some, you know, in some situation, um, let's just say in some office or whatever, you want to get your mm. driving license renewed and yeah. they, you know, they miss your appointment or some shit, like, you know, they let you wait. I just hate waiting, for example. Yeah. Um, would you not sometimes go and just insist on your constitutional right to speak Irish to them now? <laughs> just well, to be an would... ass about it. Because like. <laughs> <laughs> I would do it. Okay. Uh, no, I've never done that. Because You're a pleasant person. I'm nice. You're nice. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I probably end up having to wait longer because they yeah, have to go and find well. somebody who speaks Irish, you know. But I was like, mm, now but, you're getting But, but it, it happens. Me. It happens where yeah. people... And it happens wrongly, you know, where people use the Irish language to their own advantage yeah. in situations where... Yeah, there was a situation where I won't go into it actually, yeah. <laughs> where somebody in a legal situation, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, used it, and that's of obviously course, yeah. not right to do that. Well, wasn't know? there a time as well? Like I remember, there were loads of Irish builders coming over mm. um, in the uh, early nineties, like over to Berlin. Oh yeah. And, um, I think for tax reasons, like you know, because yeah. you have two names, like you know, the Irish oh. and the English name, so you know, they had two passports going, like uh, you know, oh, to basically avoid paying taxes. Every trick that sort of in thing. the book. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's yeah something yeah. where the Irish language is kind of useful. For like. sure. I know people who have, yet yeah, yeah. a couple of different names. Of course. And <laughs> Other people use um, the Irish language yes. for getting grants to oh, do up their house. Absolutely. You know, those yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, yeah. that's human nature, like, you know. It's well, like I mean, the whole grant thing, people will say, oh, yeah, all you people in Connemara yeah, getting yeah. the grants, it's not fair. But, you know, the fact is that... You know, in Connemara, even when I was a child, yeah. the unemployment was really, really high. And if people, uh, you know, in order to get people to live in Connemara, they did have to be financially supported. You have to make it attractive. You know, because otherwise it would be completely desolate. Yeah. And, you Absolutely. know, there, the people would not have moved. Sure. It would not have been financially sure. viable for people yeah. to live there. Um, and so, yeah, we were financially supported. Yeah. And I don't think yeah. that... Connemara people need to apologise for that because also Connemara and, and a lot of the west coast of Ireland was completely neglected um, and, and there was a civil rights movement um, in the sort of late 60s, early 70s and even later where um, it, it, people had to demand that funding go into the roads and yeah. employment and the economies because we were just, uh, you know, Connemara was just left behind yeah. because it was thought, you know, there's nothing there. This, or I don't know, I suppose a lot of rural locations were Look, neglected. Every country in Europe, mm. probably every country in the world has yeah. that, that, those yeah. neglected areas, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sure. absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember another funny story actually was when we were small and my mother um, used 
to have Irish students, you know, who would come and speak Irish and uh, in the summer learn Irish from all over yeah. the country. But um, and then oh yeah, it was on the on the grant. You know, as a child in the Gaeltacht, every child got ten pounds a year because we spoke Irish. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't much, it was nothing yeah. really, but every penny counted yeah, in those days. But but then this inspector would come to your house just to make sure, or they would just turn up at the door and they would come and have a conversation. And because we were a bilingual household, you never know, you know, somebody could speak, say something in English or, you know. Uh, but my mother always reminds one of my sisters how, you know, the inspector was at the house and my sister must have been about three. Yeah. And my sister said something like, pick me up, mommy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, there goes the grant. <laughs> do, you, do you actually, uh, with your sisters, do you speak English or Irish? We speak English to each other, unfortunately. Yeah, okay. yeah we do. Yeah. Well, one of my well, sisters... Speak, exactly. Yeah. That's the way it evolved. We ended up speaking our English to each other. Um, now, in certain situations, we will speak Irish. And actually, if we would, if we're at home, with my mother we would speak Irish yeah. we, don't, we don't speak English to my mother because oh, yeah, she doesn't yeah. like it yeah, um, so yeah when we're there with my mother we'd speak Irish yeah, definitely yeah. yeah 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 but it's there I heard as well um, I mean I, I have now probably seven words of Irish and that's about it after mm. over 30 years in this country like yeah, yeah. but um, th th there appears to be a massive difference between the um, in uh, between the regional dialects in Irish oh god yeah like I heard that people from I don't know Cork um, totally true yeah, is, yeah. Is, it's so different from Connemara Irish yeah from oh completely, Irish, completely. well Donegal is the hardest one actually in <coughs> my in my job I met um, a guy yesterday or what day was it um, yeah it was yesterday morning um, and he's from his name I'm just getting to know the first year so this guy his name was Michal something yeah. and you know when I kind of detect that there might be an Irish speaker I was mm -hmm. Oh, you speak Irish and I speak Irish and whatever. Yeah. It's a way of making a bit of a connection. Sure. So this guy, you know, I said, oh, you speak Irish? And he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from Donegal. Yeah. And uh, so I, I, I said, oh, you know, it's Michelle Arthur, I would have said the same thing. <laughs> so he said to me, he said, you know, that he finds it. He says, oh, there's a jacker, there's a dully. Dully, yeah, there's this word, dully. Like we'd say, Dakar in Connemara or something okay. is Dakar if it's difficult. Ah, okay. So he, in Donegal it's Delhi. Yeah. So even this, there's they've completely different vocabulary nearly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you concentrate and they speak yeah. slowly, yeah, yeah you'll, you'll, we'll understand each other. Yeah. But um, I remember one time when I lived in the UK, I met a woman from the Isle of Skye, okay. and she was a native Gaelic, mm -hmm. Scots Gaelic speaker. And we could converse. Okay, that's very much related. Like, yeah, okay. very much related. But now, if she spoke at her normal speed, yeah. I wouldn't have a clue what she was yeah, saying. Of course, but yeah. we could yeah. understand each other. Yeah, but there is a big difference. But if you listen to Radio the Gaeltacht, yeah. there's a lot of there are a lot of um, Donegal presenters, and you kind of you can you can you yeah. can improve your understanding. I spent countless hours listening to the different presenters uh, mm. on the radio station there. Yeah. <laughs> 
really. Why would I listen <laughs> to the radio? Like, I, yeah. Teach Ikara, I would have watched the odd time, like, yeah. you know, there's Rugby on or when the yeah. tennis was on. Yeah. That's a good few years ago. Now okay. they had Wimbledon. Um, I think they're doing the Tour de France now. Okay. They're really cycling. good documentaries as well. But they do that sort mm. of thing. And the odd time I would actually catch a documentary when yeah. there's something there, you know, your, your channel hopping, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you see something that's subtitled. And yes. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I get, I get the whole idea of teaching Kara and, you know, having yeah. that station and uh, getting people to get at least revive their little school Absolutely. Irish they had, yeah. or young people getting into Irish through yeah. good TV shows. Like, you know. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's, that's, that's not a bad thing. But, uh, yeah, that's the only that's the only time I would really listen to Irish. I mean, I haven't been to, yeah. to Spittle loads of times. Like, you know, you still see, uh, or you still hear people in the pops, like yes. youngish enough people, not 95-year-olds. Oh, yeah. um, people oh, of all generations, they would speak yeah, Irish. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, they will, of course. That's right. Like, yeah. Wow, Sounds cool, but yeah. it's a whole different place when they're shooting Rosnaroon there. Do you actually watch Rosnaroon? Oh, I I don't. My mother watches it, uh, but I, I I don't watch it. No, because I know it's kind of they're shooting only for I don't know. Let's just say three months a year or something yeah. like that, and they just you know for the whole year like the episodes, and the place obviously transforms during the yeah during the filming imagine. of Rosnaroon. Yes, like, yes, yes. There are loads of people there, and the pops yeah. are lively to I say the imagine. least. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that in itself is good crack, but yeah, um, yeah. And, and yeah, people speak Irish, young people speak Irish. I know, and it's interesting because a lot of people from outside of Gaeltachs can't don't actually know that there are places where people go about their daily business through Irish. My sister <laughs> teaches Irish in the presentation school in Athenry, and she's taught in different schools, but the thing she does with her kids, and I think it's fantastic, the, like the kids that she teaches, she brings them over to the Iron Islands, okay. and she gets them to go into the shop, buy a postcard, buy a stamp, write a postcard in Irish home to their to their families, you know, to their parents. And they go for a swim in the sea and then they go back. So for them, it's such an eye-opener to see that here is a place where the Irish language is a real living language. Yeah. And I think that for a lot of young people from outside of a Gaeltacht, I don't know, I suppose maybe the way it's taught or what, what I don't know what it is, but you know, it's just scandalous that up until quite recently, kids in Ireland go to school from the age of five until the age of 18, learning a language. They come out and they can't even go into a shop and buy a loaf of bread. Mm. What's that about? Yeah, yeah. But I think, obviously, they've addressed it now in the, I think it's 40% or maybe, it's, no, I think it's 30% for the oral Irish exam. So they have to be able to conduct a conversation yeah. as Gaelga. So that should address that. But I think, you know, people people don't actually realise that there are places where people speak Irish. It's 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 a living. It is a living yeah. language. Well, I mean, those places are usually a little bit remote. Well, that's true. It's not a place you would go. Pass yeah. through it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's really. true. But this is um, this is actually something I meant to ask. Like thinking about uh, what to what to talk about when um, I want to talk about the Irish language mm. is that a lot of youngsters. Um, well, let's actually split this off a little bit. Yeah. Um, I get the whole cultural aspect of keeping mm -hmm. a language alive mm -hmm. and it may go through patches of popularity yeah. and of lesser popularity. Yeah, yeah. I get all that. Like yeah. I would be very much into, when I speak German, like this is the only thing I actually miss about not being in Berlin is yeah. 
I don't hear the Berlin accent. Like yeah. I have a very strong Berlin accent. It's, okay. a, it's kind of a language of its own. Like mm-hmm. that's my only yeah. sort of cultural root mm. that had been kind of removed from mm. me being here in Ireland. Okay. You know, the rest is, I'm perfectly fine living elsewhere, don't need to be in Berlin. Do you, do you not miss your own culture? Uh, no, no, because we don't really, I mean, I, I couldn't really identify my culture. We don't have song, for example. Oh, okay. We don't have particular music. I really miss the accent. Oh. That's the one okay. thing. It's, it's mm. a very kind of, very special thing about mm. um, being in the area around mm-hmm. Berlin, say. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get that. Um, but doing it in national school as a compulsory subject, mm. um, I totally agree with. That's that's a fantastic yeah. thing. Yeah. But I have heard said, and I would logically subscribe to that, um, that it shouldn't be necessarily a compulsory subject in secondary mm. school mm. because kids and youngsters find it so hard. And as you say, they mm. come out of um, school limit leaving cert at 18 and mm. can't order a loaf of bread. Absolutely, if yeah. it's such a chore for them, shouldn't it be optional? Mm. Well, that's one way of looking at it. Or another way of looking at it is improve the way it's taught and make it less of a chore. Okay. And I think that's what they're doing in the, uh, I think it's only in the last, I don't know, is it the last five years? I, fi- I, I think really it is, because like my it. sister has told me about it. Yeah. In the last few years, it, it, they have to be able to conduct, yeah. conduct a conversation, and that's worth 30%, yeah. maybe it's even 40%, I'm not sure, but it's a, it's a sizable chunk of the marks going towards uh, an oral exam and so therefore I mean I'd say it still is challenging you know it's probably even more challenging than French or German or you know international language I suppose probably because like um, French and German are both you know they're 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 somewhat related to, to English but Irish is completely different, like the sentence structure, everything about it is completely different. So it is challenging. Obviously, I'm completely biased, so yeah. I can't agree with you, Chris. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I think you can, it, lots, lots of stuff is hard. So then do you say, well, fix that, I'm, you know, don't make it compulsory. Well, you know what I mean? I, I watched The Simpsons, like, and Homer Simpson said, if something <laughs> is hard to do, it's not worth trying it. <laughs> I fully okay. agree with that. <laughs> but no, joke, joke aside. Um, I, well, do you know what, the way I look at it, you know, there are people who will argue, just take it to the extreme, there are people who will argue that Irish is completely pointless. Why are we learning Irish? It's completely, mm-hmm. you know, it's completely irrelevant in today's society. You know, it's useless to us. But to me, that's like saying art is useless. You know, from a practical point of view, art is useless. That is true. You, unless you want to become an artist and, and draw, you know, exactly. create paintings oh, and sell yes. them. You know, so practically art, of course, is useless. History, you could even argue is useless. Math you know? is useless. I never used algebra. Math. Well, math, you might learn how to add up, you know, the items you buy in the supermarket. Or well, I kind of have that ticked off the page of eight. <laughs> okay, you do. Simple, Not everybody simple, does. Um, <laughs> Arithmetic, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, like yeah. there's a lot of stuff that people might regard as being useless, mm-hmm. but there's a value, there's a subtle value in the Irish language. And like it or not, even those people who think the Irish is useless 
I believe that just like art, there's a value in it which I I cannot articulate very well, but it's something to do with your identity, you know. Absolutely. And no, yeah. don't, you know. No, I, would, I would never argue that um, art is useful. Uh, math, I never had to do in my life um, other than school. Like, I, I just mm. never had to do it anywhere. Mm. Um, but that's useful. Uh, a foreign language, many foreign languages are useful. Mm. Um, music is useful. You know, I mean, that's all part of development. I would never argue that of it's course. useless just yeah. because it doesn't have a hands-on value yeah, yeah. that can be monetized to everyone. Yeah. That's completely beside the point. Um, but I thought the argument was quite strong because I see the youngsters struggling with, particularly in the transition from secondary, from primary school mm -hmm. to secondary school, mm -hmm. that um, having to do Irish, being forced to do Irish, mm -hmm. kind of doesn't sit right with them. And that kind of led me to believe not that Irish isn't widely spoken and mm -hmm. that you don't necessarily mm -hmm. use it in everyday life, but that led me to believe that maybe um, it could be turned into something that maybe is not graded. Make it... Um, uh, if it's not graded, then they won't... Make it a fun subject, have yeah. more excursions, more dancing. You know, it's going to be way, way, way less effective yeah. if you do that. Um, and basically, the bottom line is as a society do we want to keep it alive or not and if we don't pass it on to the young people it's going to die in one generation like it's going to be gone there's nothing sure Absolutely. so I, uh, so making it a fun subject it's it, they're not going to put as much work mm -hmm. into it clearly mm -hmm. you know um so yeah, I'd be for and, and the day the day could come. You know, there is isn't there talk about get, getting rid of <laughs> history from? Oh really? Yeah, there was talk about that oh, quite, quite recently. You know. So you know, my so way like, content school. What is what what, yeah. what what's important then? Yeah. Like, what do we keep? Like, do we just get rid of everything that's that's hard? My content school you know? to one year of a YouTube <laughs> course and let it be done with. Like. But no, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, them, I, I fully agree. You with know, that. let yeah. the poor children just do this stuff that's easy. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> like, no, I, I fully agree with you. And uh, as yeah. I said, like you know, Irish arts, music, uh, math, all that is is part of of learning. Like you know. Should we do way? I would be very fond of literature. Like you know, I yeah. read a lot. Always yeah. was an avid reader, even as a kid. Like you know, yeah. of course we should read. Like you know, and yeah. the more the better. No, they don't yeah. read as yeah. much like, as they like do. Yeah, It's like saying you know, why, let's get rid of Shakespeare. Exactly. Totally yeah. irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. You know, in today's society, sure. of course it's not. It's hugely yeah. relevant today. A lot of that stuff. Yeah. But 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 yeah, you, you kind of go well. Where do you draw the line? Yeah, yeah. You know? no, that's true. But I, I just see um, kids like struggling and I just wanted your take on it. Um, mm. particularly ah, give Irish, them, like. whip them while they're doing it. You <laughs> <Yeah>. know? <laughs> That's what I say. A little stun gun. You know, especially when they get to the Tishel Ginnadoch. Give them a little stun if they don't get it the first time. That's <laughs> Actually, I've seen this a couple of years ago. Um, I'm sure you can get it on YouTube. That is how they um, teach uh, men when they join the French Foreign Legion. French. There you go. They have to sing the song Obviously until they get it, it right. And yeah. if they want something to eat, they have to figure it out how to ask for. I'm all for that method of education. And they yeah. learn the success rate of 
learning the language of the conversation level like within four weeks yeah. it's just yeah. Yeah. mind blowing yeah like. you see that's what we should be telling the Department of Education <laughs> <laughs> as parents we yeah. should be encouraging this method of teaching so, <laughs> what do we do about this now shall, shall we join a committee or shall we just take to the streets and You're go the to the parliament <laughs> okay I'll be the secretary okay <laughs> this, is, this is a good idea so I'm so glad we've answered all the questions I ever had about Irish it's a matter a of motivating it's a people matter of corporate punishment <laughs> clearly you know bring it back I'd say <laughs> I, I'm all for it like, um, so I'm, I'm really glad we had this conversation what else could we come up with what's, what's the Irish word for pitchfork <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.